Σαν κεφάλι Ένα φαρνήθηκα να χες Τον ίδιο το λαό Μα η φωτιά της γέννησε Περήφανο φυρμάνι stand on end and get goosebumps and I'm I'm trying to keep it all in at the moment honestly um <laughs> fucking hell Jesus because it's been a remarkable journey not just yep. on the pitch off the pitch this podcast and you know what the, the times I've been to Cyprus yeah I've had a few people coming up to me saying oh the podcast is great but when I came Out, out to Cyprus. Um, Roy, you know, Chris, you know, we, we, were, we were waiting before the game um, and people just coming up to us, just talking to us, taking photographs. And I've always said that if it weren't for these people, everyone watching, we wouldn't be doing this. You know, everyone that has supported us has brought us to where we are right now and they're going to take us further. And uh, I... Sometimes words just can't 
describe how you feel. You know, you just want to take your emotions and, and bottle it up. And um, yeah, I, I don't know what else I can say, man. I don't know what else I can say, but yeah, fucking, I'm just getting all teary-eyed, a lump in my throat, I'm fucking struggling here. <laughs> but Chris Roy, um, fuck me, Jesus Christ. Welcome, boys. Hello. Hello, see, bro. I actually, actually can't. I actually can't. I'm struggling. I'm fucking struggling, man. Fucking struggling. I think I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm still in a phase that, in, in a disbelief phase. Like I still feel like it didn't happen, even though it did. Like those on Bella menos in the dafti. But oh, good man. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. What a way to end the season. Relaxed. Finally, man. Finally. I'm happy. I'm going to start talking. Stop, because I'm going to start crying. So, <laughs> I'm going to start crying a bit. What about you, Roy? Kalimera Prodakola, Kalimera Step, Kalimera Krismu, Kalimera Sundus, Mastorun, Amastorushin was most. And the story I was going to put bed and breakfast and no chofters, <laughs> you know, early in the morning of a Saturday, you know. Um, it's uh, long overdue. Uh, we we had a lot of messages asking when we were going to do the pod for the for the final. The truth is, we we were going to try and do it with Stell on Thursday, but we we didn't have time. Then obviously he still had to fly back to London, and uh, yesterday was difficult. So we're doing it early this morning. Hopefully, people are gonna want to jump on. Gonna want to watch uh, the show uh, as far as the, the game uh, even Agoma Ostora is like um, like Chris said and still said I don't know if there was any other way for, for, for the final to get more emotional in the sense that it went down to penalties the way it did with the Shehu being sent off like in the fourth minute but uh, yeah, uh, being with Stella as well for me was uh, uh, an amazing uh, experience, you know, because we've been doing the pod for a year and a half, and yes, it was the third time we've we've been together, etc. Allah, uh, just the whole experience, you know, the the pre-game, going with Petros and other friends, you know, having uh, our burgers, our beers, then going to the game. Uh, mixing uh, with all the fans, you know. Uh, I, even a year and a half later, can't, you know, come to to terms that, you know, there's so many people showing showing the support, showing the love, you know. For me, it's, even up till now, it's as if we're having a video call between th- three friends and talking about Ammonia. I, I cannot understand how big this pod is and uh, the love and support is uh, just uh, it's humbling. It's, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we feel aw- awkward with Stell. It was like some, at some point Stell was like, man, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to tell these people. I just feel un- uncomfortable. I, I, I don't know how to give back the love and uh, without, you know, seeming like... Uh, uh, were big-headed or anything. You don't know. You're just humbled, you know, by, by all the love and support. And then uh, watching the game, 
and the way it ended, the emotions were so strong, so powerful. I, I, I cannot remember when was the last time I ever felt so powerful emotions, you know, because, okay, last year we won the, the league, but we couldn't be Stoibero. In fairness, I, I could not come to terms and, and this is my way of slowly getting into to the game. Even though we mentioned that we cannot be complacent, I told Stell, I think, I'm not sure if I told you that, Chris, or the, I got this impression that uh, the majority of uh, the Omonia fans thought that Wednesday was going to be a fiesta, not a game. We, we were, I, I felt that there was a lot of confidence uh, to a point of... Um, uh, Veveoditas uh, to a point of uh, everyone was sure that we're going to win it one one way or another, and we were trying to be still. When he did the show with Olympiagos, said a, a lot of things that I would have said if I had the opportunity. That you know, it, yes, we are more talented, we have more quality, we have more depth, we have the home uh, ground, the fans and all of that but these things alone won't give you the, the final unless you show the utmost respect, professionalism stick to the plan you know, uh, anything can happen in 90 minutes if you remember the game that uh, mathematically left us I don't know, it wasn't mathematically out but you know, it was the, the most important game for us to try and get into top six, it was against Tachna again and we hit the bar in the post four times and we lost 2-0 so anything could have happened and even though I tried to convince myself of all these things I I could not accept us not winning it I could have I could not accept us not winning it it would have been really really bad so after the game finished okay uh, a sigh of relief but then when you start to realize what we have achieved and what what this title means to us uh, financially as a psychological boost, uh, prestige, going to, to European group stages for the third consecutive year. You become a more attractive destination. You start playing football, <clears throat> even though you're in Europe on the 18th of August. So that gives you time. Uh, the pressure that Lennon would have had if we hadn't won it, you know, Stepping into the next uh, season with with a, a lost cup final against a team that's relegated, so we have that that win meant a lot, a lot, a lot. So okay, I've been talking for two three minutes now, so I'll let you guys again talk if you want to talk about the the game per se, and then I'll I'll have my chance to talk again, or if you want to put up some messages before we start talking about the game, still. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, messages I'm seeing here. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put the messages up while Chris talks about the game himself because he was sat in the other end of the stadium. I was, I was going to ask if you if you're okay to talk because I see my, I see you I see you're very emotional, man. It's probably the hug I gave you because I gave you a very good hug. <laughs> you, you you crushed I, me. I was hugging you it's like a, a bear hug, man. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bear uh, hug. Nazis is Dimitri. Nazis is man. Happy birthday. Uh, this is the. 
Happy birthday, but yeah, talk, Chris. Talk, Ade. Uh, bro, listen, um, everything that I want to say, Roy said because we all felt the same way. Um, did I expect we're going to play a final for 120 minutes with 10 players again? I didn't expect that. Um, but when, when that red card happened, I was like, fuck my life, here we go again. You know, like the San Andreas, the GTA? Ah, shit, <laughs> ah, here we shit. go again. Okay. And he's walking. Um, it, it was very tough, man. It was very tough mentally. My legs were shaking. My heart rate was at 140. And it was so fucking stressful. But at the end of the day, man, the players stick, stuck through. They got the job done. They were together. They were bonded. They and at the end of the day, we got the most important thing, the cup. Roy sent in the group. I was like, what would mean shit? But I was like, what would mean shit? What would mean shit? What would mean shit? Fuck, fuck, fuck. That was how bad it was, man. But, yeah, bro, bro, I'm happy. Uh, honestly, uh, the final whistle, I was so emotional. Like, it was just a, a relief that left on top of me after such a, a, a terrible season. But I'm happy, man. I'm happy. And... I got a present at the end of the game from my friend Marco. And this this really means something because he's been owing to give me this T-shirt for a few months and he finally managed to give it to me on the last game. So this just feels a little bit more special to me right now. So thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, that, that's it from me, bro. I'm going to let Stel talk now. Hopefully he's not emotional. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first of all, I need to say a, a massive thank you to Pedro because um, Pedro was just fucking immense, man. Like, uh, I met with uh, Andoni, and again, shout out to Andoni, man. He met us, he met me on the on the morning of the game and the morning of the, after the game. And that boy, I love that boy to bits, man. Love him to bits. And same with Pedro. Pedro came from Left Corsia to, to pick me up. We went came out with you, Roy. We had a few drinks. Well, you guys had a few drinks. I don't, I don't drink. Had something to eat. Met some other Omonia fans. One of them was giving me stick for not talking Greek. Alas, signomi file. I'm telling you. <laughs> My brain can't process five things at once. I'm trying to read the comments. I'm trying to do the stuff and think about the game. That's how it is. Um, so, yeah, thank you to, to, to everyone, man. But you know, it's, it's strange because... You know, we, we were talking about the game prior to kickoff. We were saying, look, you know, we've got to be very cautious. You know, Akhna are, are a good team. They've given us problems this season. You know, even when we beat them 1-0 when Gavel scored the winner, they gave us problems. And this was never going to be an easy game. We knew it was a cup final. We knew that there was so much riding on it. Even someone like Dura, who, you know, I spoke to a couple of weeks before the game. Um, or should I say in the build-up to the game. And he said, I don't like playing against Omonia, but it's my job. And I said, I don't expect you to... To, to throw it in. Do you know what I mean? You, this is your cup final. This is for your team. They're the one that pay your wages. And when I saw people giving him stick during the game, I kept my mouth shut. But to be honest, we could have done with a Dura in the final, to be honest, given the play that we had up front. But I'm not going to go into that one. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a, a very difficult game after going down to 10 minutes, after five minutes. And, uh, you know, Roy, we were talking about it the sending off and people were messaging me saying it wasn't a red, it wasn't a red. For me, it was a red because he did foul him. His knee, Shehu's knee and his thigh caught the caught the midfielder who made the uh, the run. 
But that wasn't Shehu's fault. Lang was pulled out of position by, by uh, Dura, uh, by Ilya, sorry. Yuste uh, was chasing Dura, and there was a massive gap between Shehu and, and Yuste. And uh, the number 31, I forget his name, was making that run, that blind side. Mix was standing there staring at the ball. If Mix tracked the runner, we don't have a problem. But listen, mistakes are made. These things happen. And if we'd have lost the game, then yeah, I can go on all day about the defensive error. I could go on all day. But I'm going to just say this now. For all the criticism I've given him throughout this season, saying that he's too old and he hasn't got the legs anymore, Huberchan was my MVP over the 120 minutes. I know Fabi saved the penalties and yeah, he, he deserved to get the MVP overall. But for the 120 minutes, um, mm-hmm. or the you know, the however many minutes Hubo could play because he came on, didn't he? He, he wasn't uh, in the lineup, he was fantastic, especially the second period of extra time when he went down with cramp twice. And I saw him limping. I thought, fuck, if they give Zappa the ball, he's going to destroy him. But I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. that 37 years of experience that paid off. Um, and I, I think he was outstanding. Don't get me wrong, everyone from front to back, barring a couple of players were exceptional. Um, but who boasts through that for me? And, and if this is his last game, which it probably is going to be, what a way to end your career, man. He was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yep. Well, yeah. So uh, that gives me a pass to discuss a little bit about the starting lineup. Uh, I don't think there were really any surprises other than maybe Tim. In the sense that you know he was out as well, uh, but uh, since Lennon came in, I think uh, Tim is the the striker Lennon prefers to st- at least start the game. Uh, and um, maybe I would have given a chance to Chepa. Uh, I can understand why Kagu stays on the bench because he he's with his pace he can change the game. So, uh, yeah, that was like, um, I, obviously, I don't, I don't know when he started training with the rest of the team and he was much ready. So, for me, that was um, just the, the only question mark. Uh, obviously, the sending off in the fifth minute changed uh, the plan once again. And uh, in um, comparison to the Anorthosis game, where we knew that uh, the game wasn't going to go to extra time, we knew it was just 90 minutes and we had the goal that we scored. Uh, It made it difficult in the sense of how to approach the remainder of the game because it wasn't just the 90 minutes. There was a possibility for 120 and the penalties which a lot of managers, you know, want to keep some of the the subs, uh, the substitutions. Yanach uh, penalty, and the truth is that the majority of the players uh, who could have taken penalties and were experienced were weren't on on the field as well. Uh, another another person who I really really missed, and it was a shame, and deserved to be at the final was obviously Jan. It was a shame because uh, he's been amazing these three years, and for him not to be in the final, you know, it, it you know, it bothered me. It bothered me, and, and I think he's he's uh, born ready for these games. And it was a shame that he couldn't be there even for a few minutes, you know. 
but I'm sure he was happy for it. And uh, for him not to play, that meant that he wasn't ready. So, or maybe he would have risked becoming worse. So, yeah. So, as far as the game is concerned, we started the, the game with Fabi, with uh, Yusten Lang, with Kiko and Sheu, Mix and Bash, uh, Loizos, Lovera, and team up top. As I said, uh, no really surprise, not surprised by any decision there other than Tim, which wasn't really a surprise. But you know, I was wondering, or I thought that maybe Chepa or, or Gagu could have started the game. There's not much that you can say because you know anything we do say is hypothetical. We don't, we don't know. We got, we got this, uh, the red card. Uh, and I think in a final, other than the, the tactics and the strategy, you know, uh, a lot of times uh, the, the passion, the determination, the will, the refuse to lose mentality is what counts uh, a lot. And maybe the fact that we did stay with 10 players made us more focused, made us be more, more, more together. Uh, so I don't know. What if? But you know, if if Akhna stayed with, if we it was eleven against eleven, again, it's hypothetical. But I'm pretty sure that it would have been a bit more comfortable. And uh, as Chepa said the other day, imagine if Akhna stayed with ten players from the fifth minute, what would have happened? But anyway, uh, that's it for for the game. You know, obviously when when. Um, Shell got sent off. We we changed the system during the first half two or three times. You know, we and I were talking about this. When we had Tim up front on his own, right, we were playing high balls out to him. He weren't winning any in the air. He wasn't dropping deep enough for me. And there was three occasions when Lovera was having a go at him. Now, Lovera doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak Greek. He only speaks Spanish. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck... Obviously, yeah, you know, once wasn't enough for Tim to understand. So he had to do it twice. And the third time, I don't know what you're saying. Like, pendejo, come back, you know. Like, help us out. It's good, chame. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying to you, what, what language are they talking to each other? Because one doesn't speak Greek. One doesn't speak whatever language Tim speaks. Does Tim speak Spanish? I don't even know. But Tim was Tim wasn't doing enough for me. I'm sorry, man. He, he should have been hauled off earlier, as far as I'm concerned. I, you know something, still. You remember when when we played against Anorthosi and we Pale, we 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 had ten men on the field. We we said that the first, let's say, 20, 25 minutes, we that that red card just caused a sickisi, you know. Yeah. And if you remember that. The first half, uh, Tim was tracking back a lot. So he played that sort of number 10 role, if you want. And I think that that's what Lennon asked from him. But the second half, he wasn't tracking back. You remember, against Anorthosis. So I'm thinking, okay, for him to just stay there and not track back, maybe Lennon wanted to keep 
Achna further up because he was tracking back as well. I'm 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 not saying he had a really good game, but I can understand if if for example Lennon told him, listen, stay up front and, and up top, and we will search for you with long balls. I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. that's what Lennon well, asked. Right. If if that was the case, first of all, what I will say, Anortasi had two at the back. They had two central defenders. Achna had three. So all right, I get it. He's uh, it's a mismatch, but winning headers, he's a big guy. He wasn't jumping yeah. for the ball there. There was something, you know. Again, if you're standing next to me, and I was telling you throughout the game, he's not making an attempt to win the ball. He really wasn't. It's almost as if when the ball was in the air, the defender had the jump on him, and he just gave up. And what happens is the defender wins the header. He either heads it square or he heads it backwards or heads it forwards, and we're back on. They're back on the front foot again. You know, I'm and not, they, they I'm not disagreeing. I, I don't disagree that he, he didn't offer uh, as much as he he should or could, or he showed in other games he was a bit more fresh, like with Ael and Anorthosi. You could see uh, that he 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 wanted he wanted it more, he was more fresh. Okay, what I did say though is that m- maybe it was Lennon who told him just stay up top, don't track back, maybe keep the light back. I'm not ruling yeah, that that's, out. That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm but there, over, overall, uh, like you said, uh, there's a you you can't like blame anyone. Uh, everyone, you know, put in the effort. You know, they put in the effort a lot more more than any other game maybe this season. Because don't forget, it was 120 minutes, yeah, and uh, one mistake, one lapse of concentration, one. Uh, Bad moment, uh, unlucky moment. Uh, could have. Um... Roy, can I ask you a question? Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. I, I was I was really annoyed that we made the same substitution like Anorthosi. Like, do you, you do, would you have done the same thing, taking Babu out again? Personally, I wouldn't. That's my opinion, because you could have easily played without a striker. Played Babu Lee closer to a mix and bash, and he's obviously a lot faster than uh, Tim. That's, that's my opinion. Uh, and I also think we should have maybe rushed, yeah, put Huboy in, but take Tim out. I think Babu would have been a, a better fit because he, I guess for Tim Mess, I've got less to buy, yes, I'll let him more than you, but I'm not going So, I don't know. The fact that we won the cup uh, shows that maybe some of the decisions were the right ones. It's it's the same thing that Stel said in the beginning. If we had lost the cup, he could have gone on for ages for the sending off of Shell. I it also crossed my mind, okay, that maybe we could have done that, but you have to get into the manager's head and and understand that you don't know. Is it going to be 90 minutes? Is it going to be 120 minutes? And now she penalty, Ertashi, and now Laksi, Boro, Isteran, Afero, Capitonal, Lombuna, Laksi. It's, you you take an estimated risk. In my my mind, there's no, there wasn't a right or wrong. But the, the Lennon decided to do this move and he did it. So the thing is, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't have a problem. Him. I didn't have a problem with Foddy coming off because what you're doing, if you're taking off Tim to keep Foddy on, Foddy isn't going to win headers, right? He's not going to 
pull defenders out of position as a, as a central striker. And on top of that, if we got ball in the box from a cross or a corner or a counter-attack, is Foddy going to be the, the, the centre-forward? Is he going to be the killer? No, that is Tim's job. But, what I, like I said, the tracking back, okay, if he's, if he's not instructed to track back, I don't expect him to do it. But if you're hitting balls long, right, to, to aim, and you're aiming the ball at him, he's not winning headers. He won about two headers in the first half and one in the second. He wasn't doing it enough. He wasn't strong enough. Do you know what I mean? And as I said to you, Roy, we need to if you if we're going to hit balls. In fact, it was, it was like half time. I was saying this time. I think even Stefano, if you're going to hit balls long, at least hit them into the channels, into the where the fullback positions are, because their wing backs are getting forward. If you're hitting the balls into channels, you're forcing your centre centre backs to split. Yeah. So if the ball goes to the right back area, the right centre back of the three is going to go back. If you do it with the left, same thing. But then you're going to need someone that can run into the channels. Gaguli. And notice when Gaguli came on in the in the second half, how we stretched them, because he had the pace. He was pulling defenders out of position, and but in doing so, we got Shepa involved in the game. Even Loizo and Loizo is another one who we need to give props to because the amount of running he did. It's like when we were speaking to to Nigo about the Anorthosi game. The lad was up and down the pitch, and at one point he got caught out of position, but then he tracked back and he was playing that right wing back position that he did against Bark in the in the Europa League. Absolutely fantastic, man. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Overall, yeah, I I agree with what you said. Um, obviously, you, I, I've mentioned uh, earlier that Kaku's pace can change the tempo of the game and his high press and all that. Let's not forget it was a Viplialai when Kaku came on, Chepa came on. So you had Chepa as a number 10 behind the behind the striker and Kaku wasn't really a centre forward. He was moving as well to the left and the right. So uh, he he caused some uh, trouble to Achna as well. And uh, we, we keep on talking about how difficult it was for us to play with 10 men. But Achna was dead as well. If you, if you, it's something that we mentioned, like it was, was it the extra, extra time extra there? Time. With, yeah, yeah when they were all sitting down because they, they were dead. So we did something right as well. I repeat, um, when it's one game, anything can, can happen. Okay. Anything can happen in one game. But at the end of the day, we won it. That's what's the most important thing. <clears throat> I don't know if you want to add the surprise or what do you think? Oh, yeah, player ratings. overall, overall, yeah, like last time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's unfair to give numbers. It's like you know when when kids in, in preschool they don't they don't give him they don't give them a, a grade because it's unfair. I don't I don't want to do that with the players. I can generally you know talk talk about about it like we already did. We spoke about you know Tim. I thought one other player who who I expected a lot more was um, Mix. You know, when we stayed down to 10 men, 
uh, I expected a lot more from Mix and I didn't see that. Now, yeah. I don't know again why. Maybe it wasn't his day. Maybe he got tired earlier. Maybe I don't, I don't know what it was, but uh, I expected a lot more from Tim and uh, from uh, Mix. Sorry. But overall, ne, a δεύτερη την αγαπούμε να αναλύτηκα έναν προσέναν, ένα πω και γωτούν το πράγμα. Ο Φάπι, ως τα πέναρτη, εντυγκάμεν και κάτι. If you look at the game, Achna was holding the ball in and around their area. They had 70% possession. Ο Φάπι, εδιάντζιν της σιουρκάν. Δηλαδή, με την έξοδον του, he dealt with some shots from outside the box, you know. Αχνάς chances were more προϋποθέσεις ή επικίνδυνες mm. παγκές ή κάποια σούτ. Εν χρειάστηκε όπως με την ΑΕΛ και να έρθωσε να φκάλει κάτι και πίσω που στήρεν να μου έφκαλε ρόμπελόν ας πούμε. Καταλαβαίς. Εν ήταν γίνη η περίπτωση. Αλλά όταν έπιες τα πέναρτη μου σίγουρος ότι δυο ή τρία ήταν να τα κόψει ο θέμαν ήταν εμείς πώς ήταν να χάναμε. Επειδή και δεν ήταν μέσα στο παιχνίδι. Είτε ήταν ο, ο Φώτης, είτε ο Μίξ, είτε ο Τιμ, είτε ο Έρικ, ας πούμε, ο Έρνεστ, που είναι παίχτες που έκανα πέναρτη ξανά και they know how it is να, να εκτελάς πέναρτη σε τέτοιο επίπεδο. So, ναι, Φάπι was the MVP overall because of his saves at the penalty, but during the game, he gave that security without him needing to make that save that you know, would have changed the game. Yeah. I, I think uh, the, M, the the back line was very solid. Lang, Juste, and uh, Hubo. I'd also say that Hubo is the MVP because he deserves it, both because of the criticism uh, we gave him this season, but also in the pitch he was amazing. I mean, I, ca- I can't say something bad about Yuste. I can't say something bad about Lang. Agreed. Nicolas Agreed. came in and he was also amazing in a position that he's not used to playing. Yeah. And for let's not forget that Nicolas is a kid as well. He's 20-21. Humble. And Istera or Bashiru for me, the first half, I think he was my MVP because he was everywhere, everywhere. It's He's trying to play for forever. <laughs> he's, I'll tell you, man, he's, he's, he's a diamond this, player, man, honestly. guy, man. You, you, know, uh, if, if, you know, people will watch central midfielders and they think, ah, you know, they, they need to create, they need to do this. This guy is like Makalele, bruv. I'm telling you. He's like Makalele. He's like Makalele, man. I'm telling you. He's, I'll, tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story, right? I was at the airport getting ready to board the plane, right? And at the airport in Larnaca, you need to wear your, your mask, right? So I'm about to put my mask on because I've had something there on. As I'm about to put my mask on, I see this, this little black guy sitting down with his, with his family <laughs> and he's looking at me like that. And I'm like, corner of my eye, I'm like, who's this? I'm like, what the fuck? He goes, what are you doing here? That's the first thing he said to me. What are you doing here? I says, what are you doing here? I go, he goes, I'm going back to Nottingham because he's got a house there. His wife is Scottish. He played for Green. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His kid is gorgeous, man. Absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, um, we've got to talk. He goes, oh, he goes, you live in London? I says, yeah. He goes, I thought you lived in Cyprus. I'm like, no, bruv. Like, he goes, you came all the way for the game? So, yeah, he goes, oh, he goes, Omonia fans are crazy. He goes, but they're the best. He loves us, man. He loves the club, loves everything. Loves the fans, everything. Such a nice guy, man. So, we had the Govenda. And as, as we, we're giving, showing our passports, 
the guy that's working, he's got this little Monia Simao like on his on his uh, really? on his shirt, and he goes, he goes to this guy, he goes, Arredona Mandu, Arredona Mandu, Ndino, Ndino. <laughs> Because <laughs> ah, I'm an Omonia fan. Because ah, well, they go, thank you for winning the cup. <laughs> so, so he looks at my passport. I go, I go, I put my jacket down. I've got this t-shirt on. He goes, ah, oh, just see Omonia. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but um, so yeah, anyway, sorry. Yeah. That's that's my anecdote. That's my that's my bash anecdote. Sorry. Uh, he knows us. Yeah. They know us. They, they watch the podcast because we was on the little 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 bus going to the shuttle bus going. He goes, "Oh, this is the guy that does the podcast." And his wife goes, "Oh, you're the yeah." So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, pick up bash. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Kiko. I think he was. Uh, you know, he 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 put in a, an okay performance. I think he also got you know a bit confused. When uh, the setting off, because he had to play like a, a left wing back sort of position for the time, you know. But I don't, I don't have any complaints from Kiko as well. Um, he did what he could, man. He did what he could. Yeah. When you're yeah, down he... to ten men and you switch the system, right? He did what he could. He was getting through. On the, oh, there was a, there was a couple of occasions. I remember there was one occasion when he got the ball down the left hand side. And it's come off the defender and it's about to go out for a corner. The defender just smashes the ball against him and people were going, going oh, they kick on. I'm like, there's nothing he could have done. He couldn't have got out of the way of it. There's nothing he could have done. Because if he's turned his body for them to clear it, they'd have cleared it down the flank and they'd have been through. So him blocking it, albeit by accident, to go out for a goal kick, he'd done us a favour. So anyway, he'd he done all he could. And what I will say about kick on it, he's been unlucky because... Yan has been immense. When Kiko came in, no, I don't think anyone anticipated Yan to get 16 assists that season. So how can you replace Yan with Kiko? You can't. And I get why he's leaving. And I don't blame him because football's a short career. And um, I think when he's come in, he's done a job for us. All right. You, it's difficult to... Look, there are people that are going to say, oh, well, he comes in when, when Yan isn't playing. And he doesn't do enough. Well, how can you compete with a left-back that's given 16 assists? You can't compete. So it's easy to say, well, when, he's, when he comes in, he doesn't do what Jan does. Well, tell me another left-back in the league that's done what Jan does. Tell me. You can't. So it's easy to criticise Kika. I think he's been great. And people forget that goal he scored against Ajax. People forget that goal. How important that turned out to be for the league. Because if you, if you, yep. I think we had a European game coming up, wasn't it a qualifier coming up? After that, so he, that's when Berg played uh, Giragidis in goal. He played a, a, hell of, a whole heap of youngsters in the team. Yeah, I you think know, it was nine, nine changes that game. Yeah, I think Ernest Ernest came on. I think I think um, Nicola and Campbell. Like, yeah, they were. Yeah, bravo. Let me check. Johnny's, Johnny's as well. Anyway, yeah. Nere. Overall, we we we, we will talk about. Some of the players who are going to leave in just a bit. I just want to finish. Uh, as I said, in the middle of the park mix, I think he knows he could have done better. I'm, I'm not saying he did. He didn't try. It wasn't his game. I think. I don't know. Maybe it was a bad day in the office. But um, yeah, Loizos was immense again. He he couldn't really help going up a lot, uh, but he, he played a role that. He's going to help him again grow as a player. We've been saying this the past few weeks after Lennon came in, you know, that Loizzo's improvement, 
he's has been immense and his understanding of the game. Uh, who am I forgetting? Look, Maxi, okay, again, Maxi, I, I think he, he, he's got this mentality that he doesn't care who he's got up against, he's, he's going to give it. So he tried, you know, he was trying to be direct, he tried to dribble maybe a bit more than other times, but maybe he, it was him showing initiative when the rest of the team seemed to be a bit, you know, confused and uh, we didn't really have any players willing to be more direct. As I said, he started on the left wing, then he went behind the centre forwards and as a number 10 role. And he tried to do, I don't have any complaints with Maxi as well. Um, Kagu and Chepa came in and they brought a different dimension. And uh, even though we didn't create a lot of chances, looking at the game in the end, I think the two clear chances that we had with Chepa and Kagu were the biggest ones. Okay, some might say Achna hit the, the bar, but I don't think it was that stressful. Okay, obviously it could have gone in, but yeah, other than it was, that... It was the free kick. It was a free kick on yeah. the far side and it, it mm -hmm. evaded everyone and it bounced and it hit the bar. Fabi had it covered, man. He had it covered. Yeah, so overall, uh, Hambos came in. Hambos gave a lot gave a fucking lot. I think Hambos came came on and, and did what Mix didn't do. He was running around, he was trying to play one touch football. He was he was uh he was he was being Hambos. He was being Hambos and uh obviously him taking the penalty that decided the game at sea Avra or Hambos balls of steel. I messaged him when I when I landed at Luton. You muted and, your, um, he muted his mic by accident. He muted himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's muted himself. He doesn't know. He's even noticed. <laughs> he doesn't even know we're talking about him. He's just looking around. Bro, the subject of Hambos. On, on yeah, the say again, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck can you mute yourself, bro? Are <laughs> you just speaking? Yeah. I was just saying that I, I, um, I messaged Hambos when I landed and I said to him, Rare, you've got ice in your veins, man. You've got ice in your veins. And the same goes for Luzo. Those, those two penalties, these are, those are pressure penalties. Big pressure penalties. And, and the other thing I will say, which I forgot about um, with Bash, I said to him, that walk from the halfway line to the penalty spot, that must have been the longest walk of your life. He goes to me, I meant it. He goes, because we knew their goalkeeper was a little bit nervous. He goes, so I was walking as slow as I possibly could to delay a little bit. And, and again, this, this is experience, man. I and mean, we were talking, we're like, it's like the bloody green mile, you know? It's like the walk of death. And when you're walking from that penalty spot to the from the halfway line to the penalty spot, it's a lonely place, man. And um, I think which penalty was it? Was it was it Eustace or was it Langs? Where the ball was slightly in front of the penalty spot, and the referee told him to move it back. I'm like, for fuck's sake, man! But anyone that steps up to take a penalty, regardless of the situation, for me, you need balls. And uh, I think even wasn't it Shepard that was telling us, which we're going to go into in just a bit. Like Shepard was like. I wanted to be the first to take it because if I scored, great. If I missed, at least 
it wasn't like the last penalty which decided it and that had been game over. So, it, again, the team play, the, the, the psychology, fucking fantastic. But, yeah, Hambos, Loizu, Yuste, Lang, Bash, Shepard. Balls are still to, to, to step up, man. And, yeah, man, the, the high-pressure situations, Hambos, and I'll tell you what, man, the boy has been through a lot. He's been through a lot the past couple of seasons. And um, he needed this and he deserved this because I'll tell you what, He's a fucking player and a half, man. He really is. Really is. Mm-hmm. He's a good kid yeah. as well. He's a really yeah. good kid. And, oh, um... also, also, there's a comment here, right? With uh, Lennon's reaction, right? People, I see people on social media saying, oh, Lennon being Lennon, he hasn't changed and this and that. It was the 120th minute, right? Yeah? This is when, you know, any mistake, you're conceding a goal. That is running down the clock. That is experience. That was intentional, what he did. Yeah, absolutely intentional. He was taking the sting out of the game and it deflected a lot of attention off the players onto him. That is psychology, mate. That's psychology. Yeah, I I didn't think about it that way, uh, Calimera and Michael. Um, I thought that he could have held, held his cool Maybe a bit more because you're going through the penalty shootout and you need your your manager to be there to inspire the players, especially with all the youngsters being there. I think that, you know, if Lennon was there to to talk to his players, he could have done that. I'm, I'm not saying that... Okay, I don't know if it was a mistake or not. I don't know if it was intentional. I, I, I don't know, but uh, he could have held his uh, his cool for a few minutes longer and, and stayed with the rest of the team in the penalty shootout. But maybe it is... Yeah, maybe I, it is I think, I think they had the conversation... I think they had the conversation about penalties either at full-time or uh, half-time in the shootout. He's probably said to them, look, you guys need to know. We know who's taking the penalties. They must have decided it because I'm pretty sure they anticipate that Ethnic was playing for penalties, right? So while Ethnic had been practicing penalties for a, a couple of weeks... Uh, or however long it was before the game, I'm pretty sure our lot knew they were going to take it. They're going to they try and take it to penalty. So we we anticipated it. So I think obviously we didn't anticipate being down to ten men for the majority of the game. But I'm pretty sure Lennon thought right, 119th minute. If they pump the ball long, you know, Hubo's cramp might pull up a key moment, and it's a lapse of concentration or a mistake, and then they're in. Then it's game over. Then you got you got no time to come back. So I, I think that was great management. I think that was very very intelligent for him to do that. Again, we also have to see. Of... Yeah, sorry. I will also have to bear in mind that he's not going to be on the bench probably in the first game of the new season as well because he got a red card. That's something we have to. Okay, we got Gary still... Parker. We got Gary Parker, yeah. mate. He can moonwalk all over the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking cool, man. <laughs> Okay, boys. We're getting close to 50 minutes and I'm sure yeah. we're going to talk a little bit more about the game. Uh, you got one thing left at the moment. <laughs> I'll put this again because it was actually fire. <laughs> Joe, before we continue, I just... Um... I just want to say a shout out to uh, Anna, Anna Russell. Anna is, um, she's a football coach, but she's also Loisa's auntie. And um, when I was about to board the plane, 
I saw this lady there, and she was wearing a, a, a tracksuit, but with the Winchmore youth team crest. I used to go to school in Winchmore. And uh, we, we boarded the plane, and I got talking to her. I says, uh, oh, you're a football coach? She goes, yeah, I'm coming to Cyprus to um, to see my nephew play in the cup final. I says, oh, I'm, I'm coming to watch. She goes, you're in the morning fan. I'm, yeah. Now, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, my mind is working overdrive at this point, because when I came to Cyprus last in February, I spoke to Loisa's mum at the club shop, and she was telling me that she's got a relative in North London. And I put two and two together. I was like, it, it must be the person that she's that she was talking about. So I says, ah, oh. I says, who's your nephew? She goes, do you want to guess? I says, is it Loizu? And she goes, ah, did you work this out? I says, yeah, because I spoke to Christina. She goes, that's my sister-in-law. I said, yeah, I spoke to Christina. And she's got a, a relative in London. I just assumed it was you. Put two and two together. So yeah, anyway, so we landed. We had a two-hour delay. So I didn't get to see it because she went to get a valita. I only bought a bag. Anyway, so we're at the game before, you know, in the, we're getting through the turnstiles and she's there, we got talking again. And that's when we got all of these signatures. And again, I just want to say, thank everyone because everyone that supported us, everyone that came up to us, everyone that acknowledged us, we got them to sign this no chofdis flag, you know, and this is something I'm going to keep for the rest of my life, man. This is, is fucking uh, so overwhelming, man. I don't want to go into it again, but um, yeah, it's, it's just it's just been remarkable. But Roy, shall we talk about the reason why we didn't do, didn't do a live on on Thursday straight after the game? Yeah, well, okay. Um, for me, I took uh, as as you you know, uh, not you obviously, but like uh, probably the people following us. We this pod gave us an opportunity to meet some of the players and. Um, one of them is Chepa. And uh, Chepa was uh, leaving. Actually, he's, he's probably left this, this morning. And uh, it was an opportunity for me not just to see Stel again the day after the game, but also to say a goodbye, a farewell to, to Chepa, who has been... Forget about him being an Omonia football player who has contributed was winning... Our titles these past uh, year and a half. But uh, the initial plan was I was going to go up to Lana, come in up with Stel, have the podcast at the hotel. And just as uh, we were ready to start the pod, we got a message from Chepa saying it was about 10 o'clock in the morning. And he says, uh, well, you know, I'm going I'm to come to the hotel to see you guys. And uh, we thought he was going to come by, pop by, because obviously he's got a shitload of stuff to do with him leaving, you know, with his house and uh, seeing other people as well and uh, packing and, and all these things. So I thought, okay, let's not start the pod just yet. We'll wait for Chepa to come. Anyway, he's probably going to be here for like 20 minutes, half an hour, and, and then we can do it later. So he, he came there about 10.30, and he left at 1.30, Refile. So I'm saying this and, you know, uh, I'm really trying hard not to... Uh, that, that guy, you, some people might agree or disagree as far as um, what he has offered this year and a half, but that's a different conversation. But for us who met him as a person, he's... A very very humble person he's down to earth he's educated you can sit with him and talk for hours about just anything just you know, thinking about the, the discussions we had 
we spoke about you know different countries we talk about politics we talk uh, we spoke about uh, war we spoke about racism we spoke about basketball we spoke about managers we spoke about the the, the different finals I, I, we spoke about I, I, I didn't even I didn't even ask him if he's got a new pair of Yeezys because when I went to his house last time I came he had about 15 pairs and what the fuck <laughs> well he got two <laughs> what the fuck is going on here I'm one of the biggest yeah. Kanye West fans out there yeah so yeah, we spoke about music we spoke about talent we spoke about the war in Serbia We he had a friend of it, of his Denny who was a really cool Denny. guy as well what a geezer <laughs> yeah what, what a, geezer, a guy man. you know so and we had the two yeah. Danes at the pool as well <laughs> <laughs> and, walking uh, with their fucking their, their lilos isn't it <laughs> what are you fucking yeah. doing <laughs> and um, yeah Shout Pera, Pera Senora he his advice to the youngsters as well. You know, we spoke about the social media and, and, and all of that, you know, and Eperasen, you are Vasica, Eprebenafio, Stella Bayaro, Romeo, Yana, 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 Boom and Da Goodbyes. It was a very emotional moment. Uh, yeah. We are going to wish him. So it's. Uh, we already told him we, we wish him all the best. We, we wish him personally, him and his missus, uh, professionally. He deserves, he deserves the best and we love him. We love you, brother. You know that. And uh, we'll definitely meet up again very Marcos. soon. We will. Marcos. And, um, also, what, what, the other person we need to thank is, is Ernest because... Um, Fucking hell, man. What, what a journey that guy's had. Um, came to the club on his own because his family were, were still back home. And he hadn't seen them for a few months as well because where he was playing, they weren't out there with him. I think he was in Saudi Arabia or the Middle East, somewhere out there. And they weren't with him. So I think they were back in Denmark, is it? Or Norway? I can't remember. One of the two two nations. And um, I remember, again, this is, this is just during the pandemic. He was October. I went to Cyprus and he gave me the shirt that he wore against um, Red Star, Gurtina FC. And I gave that shirt to my, my nephew, who's a, a fan of his. And, um, you know, we met up and we had a, a nice chat. He had, took photographs together, this and that, signed one of my shirts as well. And since then, we've kept in touch. We've got a, a bond through Supermalt, one of the greatest drinks out there. Um, and I think because I've got a lot of Ghanaian friends as well. So we've got, we've got that, that bond there and, um, uh, He's always replying to messages. You know, I asked him to do a, a video. Him and Eric as well. I'm not going to remove Eric from out of the equation. When Mike Pieri, who's the uh, who was the chairman of uh, Omonia Youth during Christmas, they you wanted a video message, and Ernest did one, Eric did one, and um, to see him leave is is heartbreaking as well. Um, because I said they're genuine guys, they're genuinely good guys, and I think this is this is why it's even more difficult because. If they spoke to us from time to time, it wouldn't be a bitter pill to swallow. But I think because they're always talking to us, and like I said, you know, as you said, Roy, not just about football, about life in general, that they are genuine friends. And it's difficult. And it's always, don't get me wrong, it's always been difficult seeing them play. And when they have a bad performance, you know, we we are as objective as we possibly can. We take the, the friendship element. We are critical, but we're fair as well. But they always gave 100%, both of them. 
There was never a, t- a game where we turned around and we said, ah, they didn't try. And that goes for, for, for most of our players. Anyway, I don't think we've ever said that anyone has shirked the challenge, you know? So it, it's difficult seeing them leave. And it's, it's another chapter. It's a, a closed book. But they've given us so many memories. And, and Ernest, coming back from that injury, we thought, you know, they, they were going to let him go in the summer. Um, but he came back and, he, you know, he scored that, that bullet against Doxa, the volley, which is phenomenal. He scored a goal in the cup against Box. Um, and, and you could rely on him. The goal against Pike with the, with the heel. Was it Pike? Yeah, the, the Pike goal, the yes. Bravo. So it's, it's difficult seeing them leave. And, and you know what? Um, they have been an important part in, in our growth as well. Their support, you know, they've always been there for us. And uh, it, it, shall I do it, Roy? Shall I put that... Put the thing, shall I put them up? I want to say one small thing as well. You know, I just want to ask the fans, you know, because I did receive some messages. Obviously, everyone's entitled to, to judge a player and maybe he can say, you know, we want something better there or, or you know. But try and understand that these are human beings and uh, we, we are in a position to know some things more than some others because of this friendship. And, and we do know stuff that the majority of the people don't know. And excuses such as, oh, they're getting paid to play football and fuck them and I don't give a shit. This is, you know... Uh, Στη δουλειά μα δεν είμαστε το ίδιο productive κάθε μέρα, ούτε πάμε με την ίδια ανόρεξη, ούτε έχουμε πολλά προβλήματα. Ο καθένα στο σπίτι του έχει θέματα τα οποία μπορεί να τον αποπροσανατολίσουν ή να τον. ξέρει, να μην τον αφήσουν να συγκεντρωμένο 100% σε ζωή που κάνει, και το πράγμα θεωρούμε το σε πολλέ περιπτώσει, α πούμε. Οπότε, μπορεί κάποιοι να συμφωνούν ότι. Μπορεί να θέλαμε κάποιον άλλον παίχτη, κάποια άλλα χαρακτηριστικά. Αλλά τουλάχιστον έναν ευχαριστώ για την προσπάθεια που εδώ κάνει, για την βοήθεια που μας εδώ κάνει. Ήταν να μου έλεγα σημαντικά. Not just that, though. Not just that. What I will say, sorry to interrupt you, what I will say is that, you know, these, Cyprus is a small island, right? And, and players mix. It's not like in England where the certain Premier League footballers will go to places that are a VIP executive and you know, normal people cannot mix with them and they won't interact with them. If you saw Shepo on the street or Ernest or whoever, one second, you don't you dare. Sorry, my kids, pain in the ass. Um, when you see them in the street and you want to take a picture with them, they're not going to say no. They're going to talk to you. They're going to take a picture with you. They're going to they're going to get to know you. These are the people that you're, you're talking. And the thing is, when I see all the criticism, I'm like, when I see someone saying something about Ernest, for example, which really happens because how can you dislike Ernest? I'm saying, if you saw him in the street, would you say that to his face? No. You want an autograph with him, though. You want a photograph with him. So think twice before you start slating people on social media. Because if you saw him on the street or on the beach, either bed of terror, you're going to want a photograph with him, regardless of how badly or how well they're playing. You know? And this is, this is fact. This is utter fact. Unless you're going to see a player from the other team that you don't like, you're not going to take a photograph with them. Chances are you will as well. Let's get it right. So, you know, again, this is, this is just me just thinking about the human element. Yeah, and uh, the la- last thing um, I want to say is uh, 
we will we will come back with a with another pod and discuss about you know the players leaving and uh, what we think we should uh, the transfer market and all of that. But since we're talking about players who are leaving the club, uh, I want to also say a big thanks to Kiko. Yep. Because uh, at a moment where uh, I needed some some help for a friend who is uh, terminal, terminally ill, he he gave me his shirt signed from all the players. And that meant a lot. And I met him at the hotel. And uh, he's an amazing guy as well. He will, he will also be missed. He has been a professional. He's <clears throat> at his time at the club. And um, knowing that he was always in the shadow of Jan, he, he gave his all. I don't have any complaints. And uh, when we do search for, an, for another player to substitute Kiko, I want him to be just like Kiko. I would like for Kiko to stay, but on the other hand, I understand that uh, he wants to play more football. Maybe he got an offer for another big club, uh, the security of uh, a contract for three years as well. So I want to also say a big, massive thanks to Kiko as well. So, Ade, without any further ado, go ahead still. All right. We've got a couple of special things right here. Just bear with you one moment while I get this because it was meant to be in the intro, but for whatever reason, it's not working. One second. Hello, guys. I want to say thank you for uh, for you. Thank you for all uh, Omonia fans. Thank you for uh, all the support, all the love, everything what you did for me in the previous one and a half year was amazing time. I will never forget uh, in my life. And uh, after all, we win uh, three trophies and uh, thank you for everything. And uh, I want to say also big thank you for uh, my brothers from uh, Not Chopsters podcast. Hey guys, I'm back again on the No Chopster podcast. I'm happy to be back again. And uh, it's another good um, day for us. Uh, winning the cup, uh, it means a lot to us and uh, me personally, um, I'm so grateful everything I've been wishing for in my career. I thank God for, for, for this moment and I know it's not just me, you can see all my my teammates, everybody keep posting uh, pictures about it and uh, we are so grateful. So now it's time to, to have a good vacation. No chop test. I'm getting emotional, man. No. Just, just, just as Ernest his video was playing, he texted me. What can you say? What can you say? We are, we asked him. Can you just do a video message for the fans? Can I ask and, you? Can and, I ask you something? Drop with, a, with any other. Would any other players of any other team do anything like this for any other podcast? Do you think they would do it? I yeah, I, I, I do think. Let's let's be fair, eh, Chris. Uh, we we try to convince the people that you know players are human beings as well, and I'm pretty sure there are there are other players from other teams that would do this the same. Okay, uh, let's not let's get it right. You know. Uh, I, I believe that there are genuinely some very good people there who play in other teams as well. You know, you, you never know. Maybe next 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 season, a player who plays for another team comes to Ammonia 
and he he might do it as well. This is yeah. the any plevra atmosphere or feeling. But yeah. for them to take the time, especially when they know that they were they knew they were gonna leave, and they did that, you know. Uh, I'm, we're never going to forget them and, and I'm sure we're going to keep in touch with them and wherever they go and whatever they do in their, in their career, we're going to follow them and be happy for them, just like we did with Dura as well. Okay, obviously, we didn't want, want Dura to win the cup the other day, but any other game, we're, we're with Dura and wherever yeah. they play, you know, I told them, you're going to have uh, fans if they, next year he plays, I don't know, wherever in the world. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna follow them and we're gonna message them and we're gonna keep in touch with them mm. because well, this look, is not just about you know it's it's more than that. Yeah. Well, look, we've, we've gone on for an hour and five minutes. We've got. I think we should wrap it up soon. But before we do that, there's one guest I want to bring on, and uh, we love him as well. Fofi! Oh, oh, look at Hello. this guy, man. Suave. Good morning, guys. Hey. How are you? Hi, Fofi. Good, How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You, guys? Uh, we're good, yeah, man. Hello, man. This, this, no, this good. podcast good. has been an emotional roller coaster, you know, from talking about yeah. the, 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 the cup final, the goodbyes to some players, you know, the emotions during the game. All of that, yeah. How, yeah. how did you how did you see the game? How how did you feel? We, we all know that you're even though you just played a year for us, you're an ammonia supporter and you don't hide that. Yeah, yeah, sure, hundred percent. I cannot hide it. Is is it something <laughs> that uh, is it some kind of love you cannot hide? You know, you have to show it all the time. You know, because uh, for what I've been going through, ammonia and the 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 the, the 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 fantastic people that are there so i cannot well Fofi, did you did Out you enjoy the final week as stressed as we were yes. the internet's coming and going Fofi, can you hear us ah uh, see he's got roy's internet yeah we always have this with our guests we'll live the internet roy <laughs> you, you still muted yourself. <laughs> level up, level up. To internet. Level. Temazre kri, temazre krisi adi se kabu alusi mera adi istan nasasun to internet sure nambu eshire. Kono si problema. Ada internet panore. Fofi, you there? Oh, I think he's uh he's got the prime. Yeah, he's having there. issues with his. Uh... But anyway, uh, what, what else can we what else can we say? Let's just give a few more minutes to Fofi to see if he can fix his connection. I don't know if he can hear us. Yeah, I think he's he's somewhere where the reception is lacking. To be honest, but it's all right. Here we go. Yeah, he's, he's disappeared. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Well, it was it was great to have, to see his face anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. been a while since we since we had Fofi on, but yeah. Uh, oh, you back? Yeah. Is he back? Anyway, look, we've been going for an hour and seven minutes, but um, I, I don't know what else to say that we haven't said before. In all fairness, um, it's it's been, as you said, a roller coaster of a ride. It's been an emotional season. Um, I, I don't know uh, what the future holds. No one knows what the future holds. But I'll tell you this for now: we 
if we don't win anything for Canada. My yeah. sorry, still. Do you know what? I'll tell you, what was, I'll tell you what I was secretly laughing inside was in the stadium, right? <laughs> At full time. I'm thinking WhatsApp calls to Rodri because Rodri was gunning me. Do you know the whole time? Like, gunning me. Oh, I'm only going to lose this and that. They're putting messages in the WhatsApp group. Nil, nil, five minutes, down to 10 men. It's going to be a long night. And when we won, he was the first person I put the WhatsApp on, the WhatsApp video. LRA video call him. Then I video called Mike. Then I video called my mate Dan. Like, fuck, I was video calling as many of my parents. And Roy's standing there going, they're going to it, man. Who's going to be able to do it? Yeah, so I, I want to dedicate this cup to Rodri Giggs, man. I want to dedicate to him, man. Dedicated to Rodri Giggs. Dedicated. <laughs> Fofi, I, I know the internet isn't great, but very quickly, tell us what you thought about the game. Yes. Uh, difficult game. Difficult game because we have been... Uh, You know what? Let's try. Let's try. Let's ask Fofi to make a, a, a video, and maybe we can put it up uh, on yeah, the next. Yeah, Fofi, post. make 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 a video, right, about your thoughts of the game and just wishing the Omonia luck for next season, and we'll put it on the next podcast. I think that's the best thing to do. That's the best thing yeah. to do. Well, listen, yeah. we can't all have great internet connection when we're on our travels, can we? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate. Well, look, boys, um, let's wrap it up. Let's leave it like this because we've done an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, before we before we do say anything else, before we finish it, before Roy does his thing, again, a massive thank you to every single person that has not only supported us, uh, be it on Instagram, be it on Facebook, be it on whatever. Massive shout out to the Omonia Football Town who has been doing our, our graphics, who's been do, done so much work in the in the background for us since we started doing the podcast. You know, um, again, I, I haven't bigged him up enough and he deserves it. So follow him on Facebook, on Instagram. The ticker at the bottom, you can see everything there. It's been absolutely immense for us. And um, again, a, a pivotal person. And he designed our fucking logo, man. Jesus He's Christ, a part of our team. Of course. He's Always a part of be, our mate. team. From Always the beginning. Be. So, from the beginning. You know, massive thank you. Massive shout out. So, yeah, um, and also, again, thank you for the support. Thank you for everything, for people that came up to us, for people that took photographs, for getting involved, everything. This show is nothing without you lot, and I can't stress enough, and I keep saying this every time when I mention everyone that watches, I, I cannot thank you guys. I don't know how to thank you lot. This is the thing. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed by everything. So, yeah, that's it for me. Um, I managed to go an hour and ten minutes without fucking crying. The first ten minutes were difficult, but, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Roy, Chris, I leave it to you guys. Wrap it up, Robo Roy. Thank you, Stone Gosmon, I do want to branch it. I thought we wanted to be a bit anonymous. That's why I didn't mention his name. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, I, it's okay. it's all right. It's all right. You, you, you it's, it's okay. Fine. But eh, eh, do you think that the Paraskinion, Puton Jerombu, Exeginisa, to Aston, the Water Pots, Theorodon, Afuimarche, Merostis, Omadas, Mas, so I don't have Haristiso Paraparabola, Yado, Chronom, Bevalen, because I know he's a very busy person. And uh, for a podcast that's Amateur, I think uh, the OFT is the most professional thing we've got on, on our podcast. Uh, the amount of work he, he puts is, is amazing. So please go ahead and show him some love, show him some support. Uh, they're supporting us since day one. Uh, we will promise that this will grow and it will progress. Uh, we've got, we're going to have some big, big surprises that I'm pretty sure that uh, people are going to watch, even though the season ended. We're just getting started. I'm pretty sure that you will be surprised equally when you see the guests we're going to have on, hopefully soon. But yep, yep. Uh, I'm not going to give any more details. Ναι, για το παιχνίδι ξανά να πω και όπου είπα στην αρχή. Ε, το κύπελλο είναι εκτός που έναν τρόπο που να κοσμεί το σωματείο μας και ιστορική στιγμή και έναν τίτλος κυπέλλου που ήρθε στο σωματείο μετά από δέκα χρόνια. Στη εταιρεία αν ήρθε την ομάδα τέλος πάντων μετά από δέκα χρόνια. Ήταν σημαντικό, αλλά πολλά πιο σημαντικό ήταν σε μια ε, χρονιά στη οποία δεν έπιαμε καλά στο θεσμό του πρωταθλήματος. Άφησε μια γλυκιά γεύση στο τέλος, η κατάκτηση του κυπέλου, η οποία έχει πολλή πλευρά ωφέλη, που έχουν να κάνουν σχέση με το οικονομικό και με το πρεστής, και έγινε σε πιο ελκυστικός προορισμός για παίχτες. Η πίεση εμπέλιστε πολλή χρονιά όντας κυπελούχος, οπότε η πίεση στο Λένον και στους παίχτες προφανώς και λιώτερη. Σίγουρα χρειάζεται βελτίωση η ομάδα και θα το συζητήσουμε και τούτο στα επόμενα podcast, και να μας πείτε και εσείς τη γνώμη σας για το τι νομίζετε. Και πλέον να μου να πω, πάμε σιλάκα μου, έπιαμε το κυπέλλο, έπιαμε το και πάμε σιλάκα μου. Let's go. Thank Let's you, go, man.